I want to welcome you all into episode 31 of Trojan Talk. I'm Zach Tarenko here with Cole Purvis and Isaac Edwards. How are you guys doing this morning? Great. Awesome. Yeah, so we'll start off uh, by talking about uh, the football team who got at a win after two straight losses over Kenny Bunk. That was at Waterhouse Field. They won 15-13, to a very close game. Cole, I want to ask you, you and I both broadcasted that game. You know, what, what went right for them? What went wrong? And after that, I want you to tell me, what should we expect in the next couple of games versus Bangor and Wyndham? Well, it was such an ugly game. And if you listen to the broadcast, we said it a million times. The defense is playing really strong right now, but the offense has no identity, and they couldn't execute. Uh, the defense, I want to talk about them first, start with the positives. It could have been a shutout. Both of Kenny Bunk's touchdowns were really odd and fluky. You have that one play where they uh, bobble the snap on the punt, and the punter picks it up and runs for the first down, putting them in perfect position for a touchdown. So that was a little bit fluky. And then you have that odd handoff play. Kenny yeah. Bunk guy gets flipped up in the air, hands it to his teammate and he runs it in for the touchdown so it easily could have been a shutout could have been 15 nothing but the offense is really where the problems are I mean uh it almost seemed at some points that they were trying to lose that game like the the fumbles inside the red zone and mm-hmm. they, they had two key fumbles late in the game and they just couldn't execute in the red zone at all when they got it into there um they were definitely a much better team than Kenny Bunk but I think they expected to blow Kenny Bunk out in that didn't happen their offense just didn't have a good day I just don't really know what the strength of the offense is uh the run game hasn't been there now for three straight games um Caden True I think gives them the most upside at quarterback and we saw some flashes from him with a long touchdown run and some good punt returns so there's always hope that if he can string together some good games you'll turn things around but definitely a little bit concerning on the offensive side of the ball and they get Bangor this week which shouldn't be much of a game Bangor's 0-4 mm-hmm. uh, so a good chance to turn things around and um, figure out what's what's wrong yeah I think um, defense is great offense I mean if we just kind of run the ball more I feel like we'll be all right um, um, I feel that it shows that this team has tenacity and like keep like we'll persevere because we lost two in a row we could have just rolled over and said hey I mean wh- what are we doing here but I mean, the defense showed up, and with um, this team is hurt, all right? A lot of guys are just, just hurt a lot. Um, little collarbone, Finn, I feel bad for him. He, he's sad, but yeah. um, it shows that. And I think we got an easy week against Bangor, so we'll, we'll bounce back. Yeah, I think um, as, as much as it may not have been the nicest win and there might have been some problems, I think it, a win is a win for them because at this point, um, they just want to, you know, be getting wins, kind of get yeah. on a streak. But I think one of the, one of the things that we we almost do, like not on pur- purposely, but we compare them to last year's team. And yeah. obviously, the team is not the same. So yeah. it's kind of hard to say, well, they're not playing well right now. When in reality, it's a it's a totally different team and, and totally different mentality. And and you're right, Cole. I think that you know, there's definitely things they could have fixed. The fumbles definitely hurt them in that game. But um, uh, in my eyes, a win is a win at this point because. You know, they need to just that, – that's kind of the mentality they need to keep, even if they're giving up 30 points a game because they need to just keep getting wins and keep moving forward. So Yeah, and, uh, and last year there were so many seniors that graduated, so yeah. that leaves a lot of open holes this year and mm-hmm. a lot of inexperienced guys. So they're just getting their footing, yeah. and they should be better over the second half of the year. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I bet it'll get better as yeah. the year goes on, especially the last couple of games of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, as you said, Cole, their game coming up is uh, Bangor this weekend, the homecoming game at 1.30. Uh, yeah, that's we'll, going to be fun. Yeah, that is going to be fun. Place them be rocking. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about the boys' soccer team. So I know uh, they were missing a few players last night. Uh, their top scorer, Joao Pavai, was out. Harris started out again. And Jeremiah Gomez, one of their better, better players, uh, had three yellow cards, so he couldn't play in that game. And they tied Westbrook. 
which was kind of a shock because Westbrook is, I think, 2-4-1, and one, and they're not a very good team this year, and they tied them. Um, the boys' team is now 5-3-1. and one. I know, you know just, just talking about them real quick, I know that they um, have, haven't had the greatest seasons the last couple of years and, and are trying to, to piece together a good year. So uh, not, not the greatest outcome for them, but um, they were missing a few players uh, there. Uh, the girls' soccer team is 6-2-1. and one. They just beat Westbrook 6-1 at home uh, on Tuesday. They have a big uh, rematch of that quarterfinal game where they upset Scarborough uh, on Thursday. So that'll be a good one for the girls' soccer team. And just to finish up, the field hockey team uh, was, has been playing in some pretty close games. They lost 2-1 uh, to one in overtime to Sanford and then uh, just edged Falmouth 2-1 to one on Tuesday night. So the girls, hockey, uh, excuse me, the girls' field hockey team is doing a good job right now. But... Um, I like our teams. Our teams are like yeah. 500 or above. I mean, we're we're all like just chilling right now. Yeah, it's we're we're in the, we're in that part of the season where um you know there's there's a few losses and you know maybe yeah. not the best games, but there's still a lot of games left. I know both, yeah. most of the teams play 14 or 15 games, so there's still a lot to go. So yep. we're definitely excited. And, and looking at our TATV schedules, like I said we have um on Friday night we have a girls our first girls volleyball game of the year. I think it might it might be our only one. I think because they don't have many home games left. But that is uh, girls volleyball at 6:30 versus Marshwood. Uh, I'll be on the call with Josh Pulsifer, and then this weekend Cole and I will be doing uh, the homecoming game, which is boys football versus Bangalore. Should be a great game. Um, that's at 1:30, and then the, the the dance obviously is at, at seven. Are you guys both going? Yep. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice to see you guys. Is uh, uh, spirit in our dances. I know that. I know that <laughs> yeah. we're having our spirit week this this uh, this weekend. Today it's what was it like barbecue dads or soccer moms yeah. or something and I don't. This I, one's that today's weird. I I should know what to do. I, yeah. I didn't know what to bring or anything, so I just I just didn't uh, yeah. do it today. But Adam Sandler was fun. A lot of backwards. Yeah, hats. a lot of people did that, which <laughs> yeah. is nice. So we're talking about the NFL right now, starting in week three weeks in, and I will say that this is a pretty surprising year to me. A lot of teams who I thought might be undefeated or two and one or one and two or. I mean, 0-3, we're talking about the Raiders. But um, tons of NFL injuries. Mac Jones, the high ankle sprain. Um, there's just so many to count. Dalvin Cook is injured. Amon Ross St. Brown is questionable. There's so many injuries. Um, the first question I have for you guys is, is, does this year seem any different than the last couple of years to you guys? I know I feel like there's been a lot more injuries. I feel like it's been a little more some, some crazy wins or anything like that. But is it, does it feel like a normal NFL season to See, you? We say that every year. It's it's funny to me. I, I remember last year and then the year before, everybody's saying there's so many injuries this year. There's so many injuries. I mean, it's football. There, it, This happens yeah. every single year. Stars go down. Um, I would say there ha- like, there's been a lot of injuries for sure. But in terms of superstars, I wouldn't say like – Mac Jones and TJ Watt are the two big ones, but last year you had Christian McCaffrey missing almost the whole season. Oh, I forgot about Dak too. But yep. I mean, injuries are obviously just a part of the game. And um, uh, let's talk about some teams off to good starts. The Dolphins, mm-hmm. who yes. I'm always been skeptical of. I think they're more of like the Cardinals in years past, where they have a flashy, high-powered offense with a lot of speedy skill guys and yep. a, and a young, offensive-minded, creative coach. I think they'll sputter out over the second half of the season. I don't really trust them. Yeah. Good good win against the Bills, congrats, but I don't think that they're for real. Um, but the Eagles, I do think the Eagles are for real. Jalen Hurts is playing amazing right now. Yep. Anybody that doubted his arm is not looking very good right now. And um, their, their play calling has been really good. They've gotten uh aj brown really acclimated into that offense and then Devonte smith after struggling to begin the season had a good game on sunday so i think their team is really really good and could yeah. definitely win the nfc i really think the dolphins are for real i mean they beat one of the two best teams they beat the ravens in that crazy comeback in the fourth quarter and they beat the bills so i mean 
they beat two best teams and they showed that they can like win against good talent and good teams. And so I this season is really weird. It's just a lot of teams that just come out of nowhere and they're just like, "Oh, we're here. We're going to win." So yeah. and then Another weird team is the Raiders. They're like 0-3, which nobody thought with Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel like that's like Josh McDaniels. Hey, you want to come back to New England? We'll love to have you. I mean, <laughs> this yeah. having a bad year, hey, we're pretty good. <laughs> I mean, the Raiders had, had played decent teams. I don't think anyone expected them to lose the Titans. I, I had yeah. picked the Raiders to win that game. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, when it comes to the Dolphins, I think the one thing I will say is I, I am a little skeptical, just like Cole. Uh, when they played the Bills, they were missing. The Bills were missing Phillips. Yeah, and they, they had miss- a ton of starters out. And they were missing Micah Hyde, who's uh-huh. I think is out for the season. Yeah, he now. is. Um, and so like that, you know, they're down there. And and I gotta say, uh, the Baltimore Ravens secondary isn't great. And the one of the big reasons why they had that comeback was because they had Marlon Humphrey playing on Waddle. Uh, in the or maybe Ty, Tyree Kill in the first half, and they switched him, and then Hill was wide open. So yeah. I mean, Tua played great in that game, but. Um, I'm with Cole. I think over the season it's just gonna kind of sputter out. I, I assume they'll make the playoffs probably as a wild card yeah. team because um, I still think the Bills are, are Super Bowl Super Bowl uh, contenders. But yeah, it's it's definitely. I f- it feels more crazy to me. I don't know why. Yeah, it's a weird year. Just yeah, and it, and a good like wake up call early in the season for the Bills. A lot of people expected them to lose just one or two games. And did you see their offensive coordinator yes, after the game? Yeah. I, I feel like yeah. we've all felt like that at some point in our yeah. lives watching sports. So yeah. I related to him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk. We'll look at the Patriots real quick. As as if you missed it, Mac Jones left the game versus the Ravens. I think right at the end, um, yep. with a high ankle sprain, and then everyone was debating on you know will he need surgery? What will need to happen? And so there was a little bit of um. Wouldn't call it a, a spectacle, but Mac Jones wants to take his time with the injury. He says that he could wait, doesn't need surgery, but could would want to wait up to six to eight weeks. The organization and Bill Belichick want him to come back as early as possible, which would probably be around four weeks from now. Um, and there's definitely a little bit of tension between the two. So I want to ask you guys, do you think that Mac Jones should wait? you think they should try to bring him back as fast as possible, or it's better to just wait until he's fully healthy well i'm not a doctor and neither is bill belichick which he's <laughs> which he said in his press conference yesterday i love bill belichick press conferences they yep. really make my day yep. we just but need to take it day to yeah, day day by day day by day day by day yep. day by day yep. but um mac jones hasn't been playing well and injuries aside this guy coming out of the draft the the reason we drafted him is because he protects the football. He plays Patriots football, doesn't turn it over. But he's been so reckless. He's been kind of just chucking it up, um, deep balls. And he's had his touchdown to interception ratio is four to five. He's thrown more picks than touchdowns. And it could have been worse. You remember that Pittsburgh game? Nelson Aguilar yep. made a great play on the ball. That could have been an interception. He's putting the ball in harm's way, especially in tight situations. They'll have a good drive, and then he'll throw a pick in the end zone. Um, so I'm really not happy with how Mac Jones has played, uh, but it, hopefully they can get him back as soon as possible. Well, I don't want to say as soon as possible because I really don't think the Patriots are going to do much this season. Just get him healthy enough to the point where when he's back, he'll be effective. And yeah. um, in the meantime, uh, Brian Hoyer, he's a backup for a reason. <laughs> We remember a couple. Remember a couple years ago when Cam Newton had COVID and Brian Hoyer had to start a game on the road in Kansas City. He was yeah. absolutely terrible. Just Dude. made so many mistakes. Yeah, and I just I've been really I've been flashing back to that this week a lot. And um, I think if Brian Hoyer uh, plays bad and struggles, and we get to the point where we're like, okay, let's just see what we have. We should go put Bailey Zappi in just to see. 
uh, what he has. So it's going to be really interesting and might be a rough year for the Patriots, but they do have kind of an easy schedule coming up. I know they have the Packers this week, but then they get the Bears, the Lions, Browns. So some winnable games, but probably going to be a rough year for New England, which is uncharacteristic. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Mac Jones is just – he's fed up. He doesn't – he's got no talent around him. Like, he thinks he's got no talent around him, which he really doesn't. And it just shows that he – I really think he doesn't like the team where it is right now. So he's just like, hey, I really just want to take a few weeks off more than I want to. And then – or I should – and then I feel like Brian Hoyer is, like, just there for, like, another offensive coach, like, kind of. Like, he, he helps a lot with the plays. He's always on the sidelines talking to Mac. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Zappy would be, like, we, it would just be, like, kind of, like, see what this kid's got. I feel like we should put him in. Maybe if we may, maybe if Hoyer comes out and throws a couple touchdowns this week, I mean, he, he it would be fun and it would be like wow okay but if he doesn't Zappy should come in like for the next few weeks see I think I think the Patriots can make it work with their offensive skill positions are they amazing no but Jacoby Myers has been proven to be a very good NFL wide receiver and they've yep. made it work Devontae Parker showed flashes last game Nelson Aguilar too I think they can totally make it work with these guys if the quarterback plays well and then Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson were really really good last year so yeah, yeah. um I think I, I we can blame it on the skill positions all we want, but I really don't think that's the biggest problem. I think Mac has to be better. Okay. Yeah, they would need a miracle to beat the Packers. Yeah, and I, I, I could even say the same thing about like the Lions. Like if they have to play Zappy or uh, Hoyer, I would say. I mean, the way that the Lions have been playing, obviously, yeah, the Lions look good for surprisingly. I mean, I mean, they just had bad. You know, not not the greatest matchups. I mean, yeah, like that they played well in the Eagles game, but the Eagles were just better. So yeah. it's yeah. just a, a loss there that they can't control. Um, but um, if you've missed any of the normal news, um, there is a huge hurricane, Hurricane Ian, heading through the west side of um, Florida and really about, probably going to hit most of it. And so the they're saying that if the Bucks, the Chiefs are playing at Tampa Bay yep. uh, Sunday on night. Sunday night, they said that they, if it's too bad, the conditions are too bad, they can't um, because that area might be evacuated, the game is going to be in Minneapolis. So first I want to say... I want to ask you guys, like, uh, why did they pick Minneapolis? It's just I feel like they, they could have done any other stadium. But then also, um, do you think that playing in a neutral site will change the? I mean, like, looking at that game, like, who, first off, what do you think you're gonna win, who's gonna win? And do you think playing in a neutral site will change the factor in that game? Um, I think I think Tampa Bay will will probably win. It's hard to see them losing two in a row, just how yeah. that Packers game ended. But I think it would be cool to play in Minneapolis. You know, it's kind of weird because Tampa and Minneapolis obviously very far away from yeah. each other. Yeah. It almost feel like a Super Bowl environment in a neutral site. Minnesota has a great stadium. I hope they play another Super Bowl there soon because yeah. their stadium is really cool. But anyway, I think I think the Bucks will, will win. I can't see them dropping two in a row. And um, it'll be a good game. I think they should have the game at Gillette, bring back Tom. That would have been, that I, been insane. I heard that, 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 yeah, that was one of the um, places they were thinking yeah, about. Yeah, but the Chiefs, I think, will win. I don't know. I, it, Tom just it isn't the same Tom that we had for a couple of years. I don't know if it's off the field stuff or just on the field stuff. So I think Mahomes will, will show up. Uh, this Sunday night in Minneapolis. So, yeah, <laughs> it, it'll be a good game after that. Uh, that in, the loss to Indianapolis. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm. Yeah. I, I. I feel like right now I'm skeptical about a lot of teams. I know like the yeah. Chargers didn't had a, had a, a lot of injuries and lost to the Jaguars, but they're still one and two. Like you know, mm-hmm. like why, why did why did that happen? But yeah, um, yeah, I definitely think it, it'll be a good game. And 
Um, I wish you would have come to July. That would have been that cool because so I know a lot of people would have would have loved to go to that. Yeah. Um, but we'll finish up with a couple more topics. So just real quick, Zendeno so Chara retired, um, longtime Bruin, uh, signed a one-day contract to uh, finish his career in Boston. Um, I, I know I don't know if you guys know a lot about Chara, but I want to ask, like, do you think he'll get his jersey retired fairly quickly? Uh, hey, you're happy preseason. For NHL started up, yep. Zach is yeah, livid or not livid. He is so excited. I He's am. so happy. This is his favorite time of the year. But <laughs> Zeno was a great player for the Bruins. I mean, he's one of the, he's like what the tallest player like to ever play or one of uh, one of the, the, one of the tallest. He's yeah. really yeah. He's a big he he when he scored it was just like the goalie couldn't stop the puck. So yep. I think yeah, his number will definitely be retired. He's like one of the best Bruins. Yeah. Cole. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure he will. My <laughs> hockey knowledge is limited. That's okay. You 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 uh you make up for it with your football and, and basketball and baseball knowledge. And then uh, our last uh, one of our last topics here is Aaron Judge gets number 61. I don't know if you saw 61, but yeah. uh, the ball landed in between. What was it? In between the wall and the. I saw that. A fan just missed wow. the catch. So wow, it, that... it like it went into like a hole that no one could really get to. So mm-hmm. the ball just kind of ended up. I, I'm, I'm assuming they probably got it for Judge at yeah, the end. Yeah, they did. Um, what do you think about this number uh, 61? I mean, he ties the record. He still has, what, like seven or eight games left to, yeah. to try to get uh-huh. one more. But what do you think? I was a little bit frustrated why they weren't pitching to him. And that series against the Red Sox, they kept walking him. I don't know why. Just don't be afraid. If he hits some, number 61, then so be it. Like, just pitch to him. I wanted them to strike him out. That would have been... That would have been cool to strike him out with yeah. everybody watching. Um, but, I mean, I obviously don't like the Yankees, but I do like Aaron Judge. He's, I think he's a good guy, and I'm glad that he got uh, number 61. He's had a great year. Um, come to the Red Sox next year, Aaron Judge. <laughs> yeah, if we pay him. But um, So I think he's going to break the record. It, this end of the MLB season is, like, really fun. Like, you got the – I don't know if you guys watch the end of the baseball season. It's kind of – Baseball is kind of, yeah, but uh, <laughs> dying off a little bit. But the NL East, you know, you have the Mets and the Braves. I mean, that's one of the, like heated. They're tied and they're trying to win the division. Yep. So, so yeah, it's it's uh it's definitely um an exciting time, especially because I know that the way that they do there, the um the wild card games is that like. Mm-hmm. almost immediately after the season ends like one day or two days after they start the wild card and they game. changed the format this year so there's more wild card teams is it, it's yeah. what, and, and it's a best of three series instead of is the it, one okay. game so so yeah. is it what it's um is it three wild card yeah, teams three, now yeah three teams. Mm-hmm. yeah so i mean makes it a little more uh, interesting for some teams you know yeah. I, I feel like it's always been like it's, it's tough you have to be you're either you win your division or you're the one of the top two yeah. other teams and if you don't make it then yeah. even if you have a good season or a good record you don't make it so mm-hmm. um yeah that's a tough one but i hope judge beats the record just because it, it, it's just cool to see someone beat a record yeah. like that but um i don't i don't know he's being walked a lot i yeah. think it would be really unfortunate if he just like couldn't get it because you know he, he only really gets a, a couple of good chances at it but We'll have to see. I, I know there's still a, a couple games left, and that um, yeah. I know the wild card game started like October 7th, I think. So, yeah. so some games left for them. Uh, but we'll finish up today's episode with uh, the second week of pick the winners. Uh, Isaac, you weren't with us when we did it la- last week, so you'll fill in for uh, for Jeff's picks. Or right. oh, right better there. pick some good ones. All I want right. to see my record because I think I did pretty well last so, week. So well. None of us really did fantastic. Cole, <laughs> you are leading right now, okay. which was not yeah. the Way case go, last Cole. year. Last year, Cole started like 0-6 or 0-9 or something. Uh, Cole was 2-2, two and two, and Jeff and I were 0-4. Oh, all right. So, yeah, yeah, so we all picked the Bills, and they lost. We all picked the Chargers, and they lost. And then uh, me and Jeff picked the Giants and the Cardinals, and you picked the Rams and the Cowboys. So. Sure. All right. 
So uh, we'll have a couple games, uh, mostly football again, because you know not a lot of stuff left. But we'll start off um, an interesting one, I think, um, or just kind of one that's that's pretty close is uh, the Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think the Colts should win this game on paper, and I don't feel great about it, but I'm going with the Colts. I can pick the same, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Right, right, right. Whatever yeah, you yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. The Colts. Jaded. Jaded Taylor. I mean. Come okay. On. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go uh, the Titans with this one. I think the Titans oh. are. Think, uh, I, I don't know if you'd call it an upset. I just think uh, they, play, they play well in that game. Uh, the next one I have for you guys is the Bills at the Ravens. See, this is probably the best game of the week. And, again, like I said with the Bucks earlier, I don't think the Bills lose two in a row. So, Bills in a gritty win over a good Ravens team. Um, I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick the Ravens just to go okay. against Cole. Cause right. I, <laughs> I'm going to pick the Bills as well. I think that'll be a, a good win for them. And, Unfortunate for the Ravens because they just had they've had played good teams yeah. so far. Um, then we have I mean, this is this is a, a gimme, but I just wanted to do it just because, right? Patriots at the Packers. Uh, definitely the Packers. I just wanted to say I said best game of the week. I completely forgot about the Bucks game, so second best game of the week. Yep. Those game, but yeah. yeah, Packers definitely. You know, Packers. Uh, yeah, surprisingly, Packers. yeah. Just I, <laughs> give ourselves a gimme game, so yeah. you know, yeah, we won't be Get some points on the board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then uh, the Chiefs at the Bucks. Well, it's probably not going to be at the Bucks. Probably be in Minneapolis. But um, like I said earlier, I'm picking the Bucks. And I'm picking the Chiefs. I'll go Chiefs as well. Mahomes, baby. And then the last one is the Monday night game: the Rams at the 49ers with Jimmy. Jimmy. Good. Jimmy G. Um, That's Cole's guy. I'll, I'll, I'll take the Rams. I'm taking the Rams too. Jimmy ran out of the end zone, so he doesn't know where he is on the field. I saw. <laughs> I saw a joke though that like he. People were saying that, like that he was actually smart to do that because if he wouldn't have, he gave up a pick six. Which, yeah, I so, mean, <laughs> so he, he saved the team yeah. five points when he really didn't do that. Yeah. But still, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams as well. Uh, I think uh, 49ers just don't have it right now. That would be a, a cool upset to see on a Monday night. But um, those games, like I, I always say, this is like Monday night. It's either really high scoring and like crazy game. Yeah, no, that, no that de- Dallas game was. Like- yeah. It's like high scoring, no defense, or it's like nobody can score a point. And yeah. it ends up being like 13 to 9 or some mm-hmm. crazy number. All right. Well, that is going to do it for episode 31 of Trojan Talk. Uh, I want to, again, thank Isaac and Cole for coming in, and we will see you all next week for another episode.